I'm Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me weekdays from 10 to 1 on Fox Across America on News Talk 930 KROE, and you better not miss it. Hey Sheridan, it's Laura with YDOT with your weekly Main Street Project update. We are officially on Main Street and making progress on the closed section between Dow and Alger, and we'll be working in these blocks until the middle of June when we move south to Grinnell. Even though the north end of downtown Main Street is closed, the sidewalks remain open and the businesses within the work zone are accessible to pedestrians and protected from the construction. Lots of great businesses down there. Be sure to check them out and offer your support. Wondering where to park? There's plenty of parking on Gould and Brook Street as well as several parking lots. A short, heart-healthy walk from downtown. Enjoy the walk and the opportunity to explore downtown on your way to your final destination. To stay current on the progress of this project, attend one of our weekly project meetings every Wednesday at 1.30 at ERA Carroll Realty, 306 North Main Street. Can't make the meeting? Follow Sheridan Main Street Project on Facebook and Instagram or visit the City of Sheridan's website. Thank you for your patience and understanding. At Carpet Design, their showroom showcases the latest in carpeting, luxury vinyl, tile, laminate, as well as all types of hardwood flooring. You'll see what's new in color, texture, and technology. If your flooring is showing its age or you just are ready to make a change, come see what's new and exciting at Carpet Design. Every Saturday from 10 to 3, take 20% off on flooring in the warehouse. Large selection, too. Free estimates, 643 Riverside Street, Carpet Design. This is Alicia Cox with Harker Mellinger, LLC. Since 1983, Harker Mellinger has been a leading accounting firm in Sheridan. We are here to help you succeed in your business and provide services which are customized to meet your financial needs and allows you to spend more time managing your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions, 672-0785 in Sheridan. Harker Mellinger, our focus is where you're going, not where you've been. to attend a reading and book signing with award-winning author Gretel Ehrlich Saturday, May 20th from 2 to 3.30 p.m. with the new UW Nelge Center for Excellence and Creativity and the Arts at Turned Antiques, One Lower Piney Creek Road in Banner. Ehrlich has authored 15 books and essays that have appeared in Harper's, National Geographic, and the New York Times Magazine. Learn more about this event online by searching N-E-L-T-J-E May 20. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Open Lines, Aaron Palmer. along with Ron Richter, who is our our co-host, as always, usually. Good morning, Ron. Sometimes, when I show up. Oh, and Mr. Trevor. Am I chopped liver? Yeah, I forgot about you. Am I chopped liver or what? Well, you know, you're just kind of there in the, in the control room. I'm always ready to chime in, though. True. You know, I'm here to save you if yeah. you need to be saved. <laughs> we, Trevor, we already need to be saved. Or, 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 <laughs> I, or I can be an instigator. Right, which you do very well. Yes, I do. 
Okay. Numbers to call if you want to talk about something this morning are 674-4443 or 672-5763. And we have a topic that we try to give every week. And this week's talk, did you happen to pull that up, by the way, Ron? The poll question? Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you. I forgot to. I was busy before we went on the air. Anyway, um, the poll question this week was uh, basically talking about concealed carry or open carry. And what exactly was the question again, Ron? The uh, exact phrasing of the first Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question of the week, would you be more concerned with someone open carrying a military-style weapon as opposed to a more conventional style weapon that was it and yeah. here are the results did they change let's see 337 said yes 314 said no and 21 said what the hell are you guys talking about <laughs> ron read ron read the question to me or the, the what was the question again i was phrased would you be more concerned with someone open carrying a military style weapon as opposed to a more conventional style weapon and yes is 337 no was 314 and then 21 were still on the pot about it you know so, I, I the thing my th my thing is and I only I've only seen this anecdotally a couple of times where somebody was open carrying right in public and it was not in Sheridan it was in Montana and it was one of those things where like you know you you know the laws are out there mm -hmm. but when you see it for the first time you're like dang that dude's got a freaking uh, sidearm on and I thought, okay, if something goes down, I want him on my side, but that's fine. I, I'm okay with that. I don't like the fact that someone can walk around. If someone's walking around with a long rifle, that's not a good thing. That because the narrative is of what we see, it's almost weekly, guys. You know, right, right. the shootings in malls and schools or wherever. Um, if I see some dude walking down the street carrying a rifle, I'm calling the cops. That's, if some guy's got a sidearm on, I'm not probably too worried about it. That's the whole thing. And I, I'm a 2A guy, pro 2A. And the thing that got, what got this all started was here in Sheridan a few weeks ago, there were a couple of guys that were carrying uh, military-style rifles. Okay. And, you know, from what I understand, they had, like, you know, military-style body armor, that kind of stuff. I think they had masks covering masks, their faces whatever well. the case may be. And I don't, you know, I don't think they were looking to get into trouble per se. But, 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 but walking around... Guys, if you see that, if you're driving down Main Street in Sheridan, Wyoming... Right. And you see that coming down the street? Yeah, you're a little concerned. I mean, the red flag goes off, right. doesn't it? You yeah. don't go to the coffee house. No, you go to the police department. In, 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 that, in that apparel, not trying to elicit a response. Exactly. And as you said, Trevor, I've seen this uh, growing up in Wyoming that people have a sidearm on and That's it's fine. in a holster. And yeah. they're, you Look, know, I grew but up with now, that here, stuff. now let's take that. It, it, let's talk about that. If this person had uh, a sidearm on and all of a sudden reached down and pulled that out of the holster and was wandering around town with it in mm, their hand, well, would you be concerned? Of well, course. If they're, if they're waving it around. Right. Yeah. So it's not necessarily um, um, with most people. I don't think it's a. Military style weapon or whatever. If, if somebody has a weapon in their hands, I think that kind of draws attention to them, and people are like, "What exactly well, is their intent here?" It, the thing is, I've always maintained this: if you're gutless enough to put a mask on, 
really? And get dressed up. You know, are you really a military guy or are you just doing like Halloween dress up? Right. Because yeah, cosplay. I'm thinking, what is, what is the Sheridan Police Department supposed to think of you right. with a mask on and camel or whatever and a rifle? And that's why they make toy guns now that don't look real is so you don't have an incident with and the look, police. I'm a gun guy. I got lots of guns. Right. I have friends that love, have, I got long guns. I got shotguns. I got handguns. Don't come to my house. Okay? But I'm not going to dress up, <laughs> wear a mask, a helmet, and body armor, and walk around in town. Because the response you're going to get is going to scare the crap out of people. Right. Even people that have a concealed carry permit, you know, say that I they're... Think those, I think people with concealed carry disagree with me or not. I think they're the more responsible people. I the agree. The people that officially go out, seek out the concealed carry, they're the responsible people that are looking for that. I 100% agree. Even though the state of Wyoming says that you can conceal carry uh, without a permit, I think that there there needs to be a little bit of responsibility there, which... Even if you go in for a concealed carry, you have to have some semblance of gun safety training sure. to, to get that. So I think that, yeah, that's, that's not asking too much, and I don't I, think. You know, you know, if I see somebody walking down the street in Sheridan or Powell or Casper or wherever, and they're decked out in their you know, paramilitary costume, and they're carrying a long gun, I'm thinking bad intentions on their part. Yeah. I really am. I'm yeah. not thinking just like, because of the of as you said the things that have been going on in in the world in the last you know however long. Well, so for, first, the, first for since Columbine, right? Let's go back to the '90s. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's go back to that. I mean, we every stinking week there is a shooting, and some you know some bipolar lunatic goes nuts with a rifle somewhere. If I see, if I'm having coffee with my wife or my friends downtown, and some dude walks by carrying a rifle and he's all decked out i'm probably going to call 911 right yeah, they probably had tw 27 calls i believe in a short period of time when you that know? happened here yeah, sure. and that, right and that should be the response right yep. now if a guy walks into my coffee shop he's got a sidearm on i got no problem with no, that no big deal no big deal i mean that we live in the wild west yeah mm -hmm. that's our part of our culture but this stuff is just you know if you do that you're asking for a world of hurt, I right. think. And we've we've heard this a thousand times, especially in Wyoming, that when we were going to school, you could walk through the high school parking lot and yeah. be, you know, gun racks in the trucks with yeah. guns in them, and, and nobody even batted an eye. We raffled But the guns crazy off. stuff wasn't going on back no, then and, like and it is now. And we raffled guns off right. to raise money when I was in high school. Right. You know, you had gun raffles to raise money for the FFA club or whatever. Right. And it's it's a different time we live in, but... You know, in this day and age, you just can't walk down the street doing that. Right. And I think people that that want to, um, in, in, I don't want to say enforce, but want to use their two-way rights need to take this into consideration when they do these kind of things. Just, it's common sense. Common sense. We've got a caller. Caller, you're on the air on the Jackson Electric open line. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. Is that me? Yeah, that's you. All right. I happened to be driving down Main Street that day. Uh, I am a combat veteran. I have a concealed carry permit. I believe in all of these things. When I saw that, there was a cop on the other side of the intersection from me. 
that was headed towards where those guys were. And I was waving and pointing, trying to get her attention to get her to go look at that. But I had the same feeling. I thought, you know, these knuckleheads, I don't know what the hell they think they're doing. Uh, granted, they can do it. They, But it's certainly not uh, something I would recommend for anybody 18 years old and older to dress up like that and parade down Main Street. For one thing, you may run into somebody that is a combat veteran that the first thing they think of is shoot first, ask questions later. Sir, I've and, got a question for you. This is Trevor. Um, yep. You're a combat vet, and yes. so you've seen it for real. Are these people yes. pretenders... Wannabes, I mean, is that what you're kind of thinking when you see that kind of thing? Absolutely, 100%. Uh, you know, I was in Vietnam, one tour. I was in infantry, um, first cav, did a lot of combat air assaults. Saw a lot of that kind of stuff, and my way of thinking is if they want to play this game, get their heads out, join the military to where you can have a little training, and you want to go stick your neck out and put her on the line, there's a good place to do it. Not walking down Main Street of Sheridan, Wyoming. And I just, uh, I mean, that was my first, I, I saw him when I, I came up Gould and was going to get on Main. I saw him by Wells Fargo Bank. And then when I turned to get on Main Street, they were just down about half the block from me. And that's when I stopped in, at a red light uh, and the cop was on the other side of the street, and that's all I could think about. Somebody needs to go put them someplace besides walking down Main Street. And and uh, now there's so much of that kind of stuff that goes on of people pretending and 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 wanting to. They they watch way too damn many movies and and video uh, games and video games, and I'll guarantee you. That's not real life. Uh, right. It's a whole different situation when you have people shooting at you yeah. and if you're just playing a game. So, now I, I agree 100% that they, you know, they can't really do anything to them except try to educate them that they need to wake up. And if they want to play paramilitary, then either become a... Uh, mercenary or go to a combat zone, go to Ukraine. I'm sure they'll let you come in. <laughs> and, you know, uh, being put on all your body armor and then parade down the street and see how brave you are the first time a bullet whizzes over your head. 10 4. I hear you. Okay. Yep, so, uh, okay. Thanks for the call. And great call. I agree that 100%. If what I didn't a, happen to see police, it. What would a police officer, what's going through the police officer's mind? You, it's got to be the same thing that any it's other be like, regular person is like, what crap. are these two doing? Exactly. Yeah. It's got to be. And if I'd have been in that position driving down Main Street and seen it, I would have reacted the same way. What are these clowns doing? Exactly. What, what is going through their head? And the first thing I would have done was call the cops who go, hey, you got two guys down here, you know, military-style weapons are decked out, and I don't know what's going on, but this doesn't look right. Exactly. I would have done the same thing. And I'm, a, like I said, pro-2A two, two guy. Look, I'm a gun guy, too. And I'm like, I'm, 
you, you I think we're all on the same page. Right. We you said we have another caller. Okay. Caller, you're on the air on the Jackson Electric open line. Go ahead. Okay. Gentlemen, I have a question for you. Okay. And then based on your answer, I'd like to make remark. Okay. <clears throat> Did you say earlier because I tuned in late that these two fellas, two of them apparently wandering around combat uniforms, etc. Did you say they were determined to have been in the military? No. No, 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 no. I'd like to relate another remark. It'll be brief, and it's sort of secondhand. My father was a combat veteran of World War II. And before Dad uh, was drafted, uh, he was (laughs) 32 when he was drafted. That's a little old. But he was an Iowa farm boy. And when he went over there, he he achieved a rank of Master Sergeant, and he was uh, transporting gasoline tanker trucks. That's what he did in civilian life. But at any rate, he saw combat. When he came back from the war, and he Dad was a survivor of the Battle of the Bulge. When he came back from the war, um, he no longer hunted. He no longer, you know, he, before that, he'd go out, he'd hunt deer, he'd hunt turkey, etc. He came back, he didn't join the VFW, he joined the Elks. He came back, he never went in the woods, he never hunted again. He said, I can't go back in the woods where there are men with guns, because that's what he, that was what he was in in Germany. Mm-hmm. And he never went back into the woods and never went hunting again. Wow. And so what I'm saying is for a lot of combat veterans, and ground forces are becoming to a certain extent, phased out, I think, in the military. A lot of it is airstrikes, missile strikes, you know, that type of uh, tanks. But at any rate, um, we've done these police actions all over, rather than these full-scale massive wars that we'd engaged in, World War II maybe being one of the one of Vietnam certainly was no picnic. But I, I don't think you would find necessarily that combat veterans who've been under fire I don't think they necessarily are ready to pick up the rifle again. And that's all I wanted to say, not against them. I just said that in my dad's case, I don't want to be in the woods with other men with guns. I think it's a PTS thing, quite frankly. Probably. Anyway, I just wanted to share that for what that's worth, too. But if these two guys were posiers, why? Why were they doing this? I kind of think that on the flip side, you get an issue, and then you take a bus to town, and you create a situation. And I remember the Wall Street Journal had a picture of, oh, my goodness, nine people in front of the Capitol building protesting something. Nine. That's not a massive protest. And I think it's, it could be strictly agitation. It could be being a provocateur. Oh, I'm, I'm what you see I am, and they might not be at all, and they might be... Uh, Prodding the issue. Anyway, that's all I got to say. You know, for the first time, I will say, Vicky hit the nail on the head. Yep. I because you know my my dad was a marine, and when I was a little kid, probably nine or ten years old, and my brother was even younger than I was, and he taught us about firearms Mm -hmm. and the safety and the responsibility you have and the respect you have to have. You have respect and you have a responsibility how you handle firearms right it doesn't matter if it's a handgun or not or whatever it is mm-hmm. and i just think you know to go out there and just you know play halloween and pretend you know you're barking up the wrong tree 
I just I, don't, I think it's big hat no cattle. I'm yeah. sorry because yeah. there are consequences, yep. and the consequences is you might get blasted, you know. And and, yeah. and so you know if you think you're sitting there with your buddies playing video games, eating Cheetos, and thinking you're a badass, well, let's go get dressed <laughs> up. I'm sorry. The real world is not what you live in. The real world is people die every week in these mass shootings, mm-hmm. and we're all on alert. And if we need to be alert in Sheridan, Wyoming, or Buffalo, Wyoming, or Dayton, Ranchester, Claremont, or Story. We all need to be on alert because this stuff is happening every week. Exactly. And I think the people that called in when they saw what was going on That's were correct. 100% yes. correct in this, in this instance. I do, I too. Agree. And I have no sympathy for these two clowns, whoever um, they are. Ron, you said that uh, this came up in the Sheridan City Council meeting. The here study recently. session recently, okay. just very brief at the end. Uh, Councilman uh, Sean Day and I think Steve Brands, Councilman uh, Brands, uh, also uh, had a question for uh, the uh, police chief, uh, Travis Koltiska. And uh, here's just the, the brief exchange between them about this, this incident. Okay. I have a question for you, Chief. Uh, so last week I was uh, at Java Moon, just sat sat in my car, and there, I'm sure you got some kickback from this, but there was two guys masked with two AK-47s walking around downtown. Um, what was the outcome of that situation? Thank you, uh, Mayor, Council Member Day. Those individuals um, were contacted by the police department. They um, have been in correspondence with the mayor and mayor's office regarding futuristic potential litigation regarding that context, so I probably am not at liberty to, to say much more than that at this time. There was no, uh, it was concerning to the council, uh, or to the community, we, we fielded 27 calls regarding their behavior. Um, we put the action, the steps in place necessary to just address it at the time. I don't expect any further information, but was this the first time you've had contact with them, or is this more than one time you've had problems with these? Thank you, Mayor, Councilmember Brent Snow. This is not the first time we've okay. had contact with these individuals. Oh, lovely. See, I wasn't even aware of that. So these guys, they're, they're locals, okay? Obviously. And have done things like this in the past? Apparently, or, or, or something of that nature, yeah. where, where, the, where the police were involved with some. Or had to, yeah. Wow. Okay, well, again, getting back to what, what Vicky said, that these guys or, or people have this tendency to do these kind of things to draw attention to themselves. And sometimes, you know, it may work fine for however many times and then all of a sudden one time it backfires and yes. you know they get someone gets hurt well, see, and I can these see are the, the things that need to be addressed. i see the backfiring being guys right somebody that has concealed carry whatever sees this coming down the street how do they react to it right and if these guys would have yeah if they it, it, something simple as inadvertently pointed their muzzle towards someone oh, with a concealed yeah. carry permit exactly. it would have been done it would have been done i just i just think a tragedy is waiting to happen mm-hmm. and they need to back off whatever is going through their minds whatever your point is you're not making it because people we're not we're, we're everyday citizens aren't buying this crap Mm-mm. no it's no. not the ukraine it's not the congo you know, it's shared in Wyoming. You know, if you're trying to make a point, well, you made your point that everybody's like, okay, you're an idiot. Stop doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the old adage, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Exactly. Right. Right. Because, look, you're scaring the crap out of people. Yep. Moms, 
dads with their kids Children, downtown right. that, in strollers. Mm-hmm. People in restaurants are trying to shop downtown, right. and you're going to show up like that? Well, I hate to say it, but can you imagine? It's probably not good for the tourism industry as well. Oh, no Look, kidding. I think all of us can put ourselves in the situation if we were walking downtown. Let's say the three of us on a Saturday, all three of us are walking to go have breakfast somewhere, and we see this coming at us down the street. Our reaction is going to be, oh, my God, what's going on? Yeah. And what do I have to do to protect everybody I'm on the street? I'm calling 911 and let's go. Right. Exactly. Right. So, you know, whatever their point is, I'm not sure what it is, but they're missing the mark by a mile. I agree. Or I more agree. than that. Well, let's talk about this. Is open carry permitted in Wyoming? Yes. That's the short version or short answer. Without a permit, any person who is 18 years old and legally entitled to carry a firearm can open carry. Also, can I open carry a rifle or shotgun? Yes. Why? To an extent. Wyoming has no laws on carrying openly a long gun, rifle or shotgun, but even in the on the, on the websites that you go to visit, they're saying, please listen to this. Please use discretion when doing so. While it is your right to carry a long gun in public, it does not, it does tend to alarm the public. Duh. Even in gun friendly communities, it could be criminal depending on your behavior. And if you dress up and wear a mask. Yeah. Right. And pistols have been a normal part of daily self-protection throughout the United States since its inception are intended for such daily carry purposes. But long weapons have a tendency to make people look at that and go, like we said earlier, what is going on here? Right. What is going on? Even though we have handguns, people are murdered with handguns all the time. But those aren't the ones that you hear on the news all the time. It's the ones that people walk into a mall with. The mass shootings. Yep. That they have these, you know military style weapons with an extended magazine and you know right wrong or indifferent i don't think these should be outlawed but those are what people use a lot of the time not all the time but enough to where especially our media is looking at us going those are bad and when you see them on the streets open in someone someone's hand you go what's going on here what's going on Okay, let's go ahead and take a break right there. This is the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We're talking about weapons, and we'll come back and talk about that in just a minute. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. 
Broadcasting or Communications, the Wyman Association of Broadcasters is offering several $1,000 scholarships to help you pursue your education. You must be a full-time student at a Wyman Community College or the University of Wyoming with a GPA of at least 2.5. We're looking for students that exhibit superior potential in studies or activities related to a career in broadcasting. Stop by the Sheridan Media Studios or go to wyomingbroadcasting.org for an application form. The deadline to apply is June 15th. Wyoming Corporate Office is located at 30 North Gould Street in Sheridan, and they provide a myriad of services. What is a registered agent, you may ask? The real question is, what aren't they? Wyoming Corporate Office can assist you in forming your LLC or Wyoming-based corporation, provide mail forwarding service, and accept legal and financial documents, and so much more. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, they have a wide selection of estate jewelry, including gold, silver, and platinum. With new items arriving weekly, now is the perfect time to stop in. Items include pre-owned Rolex watches, vintage and modern rings, pendants, earrings, and more, all at great values. They're also buyers of gold, silver, and platinum jewelry, paying maximum prices for diamonds and fine gemstones. So hurry in to Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality and value are always in style. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street, downtown Sheridan. Are you a Main Street business owner feeling the effects of ongoing construction? Do you miss the hustle and bustle of busy foot traffic and the sound of cash registers ringing? Don't worry, Sheridan Media is here to help. Sheridan Media is offer advertising specials for any business on Main Street from Dow to Caffeine. Let us help you remind people that you are open and ready to do business with them, whether they use your front door or rear entrance. Not located on Main Street but still want to support the community? We have a media package for you businesses that are not on Main Street. Our goal is to keep Main Street thriving, and we believe that supporting one another is key to achieving that. Sheridan Media is an employee-owned, Sheridan-based company that cares about the success of our community. Don't let construction deter your business. Contact me, Whitney Kessner, at 751-8389. Or me, Sue Engelhart, at 763-0097 for more information. Sheridan Media is an employee-owned, Sheridan-based company that wants to keep our Main Street thriving. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, along with Ron Richter and our illustrious helper dude, Trevor Jackson. I would say co-host extraordinaire. Yeah, okay. We didn't forget you this time. No no comment from the peanut gallery, really? <laughs> okay. Um, the, the numbers you can call, I got sidetracked. Numbers you can call if you have something you want to talk about, 674-4443 or 672-5763. And the topic we've been talking about so far is the, this happened a few weeks ago in Sheridan where a couple of guys were, wandering around downtown in uh, military-style um, body armor, masks, whatever, and were carrying military-style long weapons. And people were kind of concerned about that. The police got involved. I think there were, would they say, 27 calls 27 into the police? 27 calls. Yeah, and a sh I don't remember exactly how quick those calls came, but it was a short period of time. Yeah, it wasn't very well, long. People were a little uh, yeah, alarmed about Yeah, well, I that. think, you know... All the people at the coffee shops and people downtown shopping were like, what is mm -hmm. going on? Maybe a few business owners. And this is in Pro 2A Sheridan, Wyoming. Yes. 
So that should be, t- and we're not trying to pick on the people. We don't. I don't know who they are. You don't, apparently. No. But we're not trying to pick on the guys that did this, other than to just say, hey, you know, right? Think about this because you're you're creating a possible panic downtown that's completely unnecessary, just completely unnecessary. Um, the poll question this week, Ron, have you got it pulled up there again? Let's touch on that again. Would you be quick. more concerned with someone open carrying a military-style weapon as opposed to a more conventional-style weapon? Yes, was 337, 314 said no, and uh, 21 is still thinking about it. <laughs> so, so, close, per, close to half. You know, yeah. I was a little surprised that 314 said no. Yeah, I would have been, my guess would have been there have been more people that were concerned about it. But there again, but, but then, Well, and also, you know, maybe some of those 314 are looking at it like that these guys are cosplaying. They're not serious. You know, they're, you know what I mean? But, right, right. But then you got to remember, well, you know, that that cosplay could turn bad in a minute. That's what, exa- exactly what I was going to say. Anytime you have something like this, the possibility of it turning sour quick yes. is is very prevalent. And even if these two individuals had no intention of anything bad happening, mm-hmm. like you said, there could be someone that, that probably, I'm sure there were several people that felt a little threatened by them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if the Muslim would have, yeah. you know, I mean, it's... It, it's the same thing. Like I'm just when you're glad doing, nothing it, bad came exactly of it. that nobody got hurt. Period. Right. Even the guys that were doing it. It's the same thing. Like when you're in the mountains and you see a mountain lion. If you see a mountain lion in the in the mountains, that's a threat. Yeah. Period. You know they don't have to be chewing on you to be a threat. But when you exactly what we're saying, <laughs> that's a hell of an <laughs> analogy there. <laughs> but when you see something like this, that's a potential threat. It obviously yes. is. You know. <laughs> so I guess we got a couple of callers that are holding caller. You're on the air on the Jackson Electric open line. Go ahead. Good morning. Okay. Yes, I had. Uh, yes, I'm on. Yes, you're on. Go ahead. Caller, go ahead. Took up and started to exit the car. I was face to face with these two guys, and. It was a little unmoving, to say the least, but I thought they never said anything. They never did anything. They just walked on down the street. And uh, then I went down and went in one of the stores. When I came back out, uh, there was you could see several people looking across the street. And the lady policeman who confronted those guys, she was talking to them by the Bozeman Scout statue. Now, I'll tell you what, she had she's got nerve. And they, she talked with them, and then they walked on down the street. She got in her car and left. But it was unnerving. Uh, yeah, I would imagine. I, I can only imagine, had I been in that and situation, I would have been a little concerned I, myself. Yeah. I just thought, well, it's not illegal. Maybe they're just making a point here. But it, <laughs> like you say, it got a lot of people uh, upset, and, and, and it's it's just unnecessary. So that's my comment on the whole thing. Okay. Thank you, caller. Um, we do have another caller on hold. Caller, you're on the Jackson Electric open line Friday. Go ahead. <laughs> another beautiful day in Sheridan County. It is. Except for the smoke. Yes. Yeah. Thanks to Canada. Uh, yeah, I'm a certified rifle and pistol instructor. And uh, you, 
And, uh, of course, the Sportsman's Association is pretty big on firearm safety and everything. I think these guys probably weren't even cognizant. It just happened to be the way it worked out. The state of Washington was considering banning um, all kinds of guns, especially what they call military style. Um, And uh, so perhaps if they had an ear toward that, may have been something that was thumbing their nose at Washington saying, well, here in Wyoming we can carry our guns around whether you guys like it or not. I seriously doubt their thinking that deep on this. They weren't thinking at all. That's pretty pretty sorry demonstration there. But as far as military style, that AR platform is uh, is fairly um, successful and useful uh, firearm as far as uh, in uh, technically speaking. Perhaps uh, a lot of people are not aware that after the Civil War, a lot of the uh, muzzle-loading firearms were taken back to Hartford and had the back opened up, resleeved to a different caliber, and made into a breech-loading rifle that was much faster to to, uh, load and fire, and then sold back to the public for three or four dollars a piece, which uh, doesn't seem like much now, but the thing was, right after the Civil War, we had, uh, in quotation marks, envoys from other countries who came here and knew that a lot of our fighting forces had been depleted, and this might be uh, a good time to invade the United States. And uh, this is very much on their mind because British tried it a couple of times. And uh, these people went back to their own home countries and said, uh, probably not a good idea because all those people are um, being armed with, quotation marks, military-style weapons. Even though they were one bullet at a time, they didn't have a magazine per se or anything like that, they're certainly... Uh, well-armed, more well-armed than a lot of the other uh, military forces in the world at that time. So I have to say the NRA and our local uh, sports association, the Wyoming Game and Fish with their hunter safety program, which I'm also a part of, not only teaches firearm safety and responsibility, but respect for property and uh actually respect for animals. In other words, uh, these people that go out wild, they just shoot up game just for the, the heck of it. That's not, that's not what the, that uh, hunter safety program promotes. It's, uh, it's uh, the humane taking of wildlife, and this is not something that some people probably even considered but it's part of the game management when the habitat is uh, um, no longer supports the game population. The hunters are actually the controlling factor, if not the weather, to try to make sure that the habitat for the animals stays sustainable. There's a whole bunch of things enter into this whole thing. These guys doing this demonstration on Main Street didn't help any of us out at all. Agreed. Agreed. 
what I have to say about that. All right. Thank you, caller. Um, 100% agree. And my dad was an NRA uh, member forever. I was for a long time. And I agree with the programs that they have. I'm a hunter. Um, I own firearms. And my dad taught me respect for firearms, respect for the game that you're that you're pursuing the whole thing that he just repeated um the whole idea with marksmanship is the the humane kill you know you don't want to maim an animal and then have it suffer you know so everything that he's teaching or that he said is teaching is 100 percent correct i agree with all of it and again these guys that are are they within their rights to do what they did sure but Again, getting back to sometimes there are just things just because, as you said, Ron, you can do something doesn't mean you should. Yep. I mean, 100% agree. So there are lots of things I can do, but I don't. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> you know, may create a problem. We're going to take a quick break uh, on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We'll be back and talk about more on firearms and whatever else coming up. We'll be back. into Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Heads up. Whether it's at work, at home, or play, take a few seconds to look up and locate any overhead power lines. When working outside, be sure to keep yourself and any tools or equipment you're using at least 10 feet away. Teach your children to fly kites or toys in areas away from overhead power lines. And do not attempt to remove anything that has become tangled with a line. Always assume an overhead power line is energized and dangerous. A safety message brought to you by Montana Dakota Utilities. In the community to serve. The Sheridan Fellowship of Christian Athletes is a Christian sports ministry that focuses on coaches, campus, camp, and community. We strive to strengthen the influence of Jesus Christ in our community through coaches and athletes, growing their relationship with Christ and His church. Won't you join us in making a significant difference in the lives of our coaches and kids? To learn more or to join our team, contact me online today, wsmith at fca.org. When you talk to your pets, this is what they hear. And your dog replies, Hey, Mr. Whiskers, I think he's saying we're getting new dog and cat food from Northwest Naturals. Raw diets for dogs and cats sold locally only at the Health Nut. He says Northwest Naturals has cat treats, too. Which means you guys stay here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now. This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors, where we understand everybody's situation is different. We recently had a customer that needed to keep his ranch truck, not traded in. What he needed was a car for town. 
After visiting with him, we discovered that what he did have was an extra stock trailer. We were able to take that trailer in as a trade-in and got him a nice economy car that was good on gas and easy to park downtown. Stop in. Let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. Download your favorite Share to Media radio station app to your smartphone. It's easy, and you can listen to your favorite station anytime and any place right from your phone. Type in ShareToMedia.com forward slash app. Choose the station you want to download, select install, wait for the app to download. Listen to your favorite Share to Media radio station anywhere, anyplace, anytime. ShareToMedia.com forward slash app. ShareToMedia.com forward slash app. Interesting music. Thank you, Trevor. Jackson Electric open line Friday. Aaron Palmer along with Ron Richter. And the, the what we were talking about today was the incident that happened in Sheridan oh, a few weeks back where there were a couple of guys that were downtown and had long military-style weapons carrying them around and had some people that were a little concerned and got the police involved. And nothing happened, thank God. No. But, you know, the potential was there where it could have gotten very bad. Yep. So, anyway, Indeed. that's kind of what we're talking about. Um we asked people the the poll question again ron please let me bring it up on my science fiction doohickey thing (laughs) would you be more concerned with someone open carrying a military style weapon as opposed to a more conventional style weapon and it was pretty right down the middle yes was 337 no was 314 and 21 undecided so a little closer than i yeah and i think maybe the maybe the the definition of military style that's kind of what i was getting at was um but I don't think it would have mattered much. I, th- I think if these guys would have been, if they'd have had handguns in their hands and walking around downtown, I think it would have been the same reaction. Right. I, I think it was the whole picture where they had, you know, hey, we're dressed up in military style, style stuff. We're wandering around town. What's their intent? You know, they if were, they'd had sidearms on their hips and hadn't had them in their hands, I think there wouldn't have been an issue. They were putting on a performance. Right. I, I can do this, so by God, I'm going yes, to. Yes, it was it was a performance. It was it was like show and tell, dress up, cosplay, Halloween, all that wrapped up into an afternoon or morning in Sheridan. And that was kind of what the police said, not in so many words, but kind of what they alluded to at the city council meeting that you were uh, had had audio from earlier i guess we have a caller that's waiting caller you're on the jackson electric open line go ahead yeah guys years ago when i lived and worked in houston there are certain places it's a huge city with six times the population of the entire state of wyoming (laughs) and when you work in a gun shop or a pharmacy or a convenience store you should be carrying and discreetly, of course, you don't want the uh, potential robber to know what you're up to. But the guy came into the shop, and he was looking through some of these old swords that we had in an old Wells Fargo strong box. And he pulled out this huge saber. He didn't point it at me, but he just stuck it straight out. And he didn't see that I was carrying, along with the rest of my colleagues in the shop, he said, man, can you imagine what it would feel like to die with one of these things? Have you ever thought about that? Now, this guy was trying to push somebody's string, but I don't frighten too easily. 
And I said, no, I've never given it much thought, but I have an old saying. He said, yeah, what's that? I said, never take a sword to a gunfight. <laughs> and within five seconds, he had that saber back in the scabbard and was on his way out the door, and I never saw him again. Mm -hmm. So people have to realize this is not a game. Like you guys mentioned earlier, this is not a game. You want to carry, by all means, do so, and do so lawfully and responsibly. Yep, exactly. But when you want to start playing games and mind games with people, can you imagine what it would feel like to die with one of these? Uh, then people are going to react, and they will react appropriately. And you may not like the results of how they react, but you don't play games with people's lives. You don't play games with swords or knives or guns or anything. And if you do, there are consequences that could result from those games. Exactly. Exactly what we were talking about earlier. John, 100%. I mean, if these guys would have made a minor, minor mistake, like pointing their muzzle at someone that had a concealed carry permit, or even, uh, well, they don't even have to have a permit. If they, had a, if they had a weapon on them and got the muzzle pointed at them, that is a threat. Mm -hmm. Or if the police officer would have taken that as a threat if they had swung their muzzle toward them, this could have ended very badly for whomever. Well, I threw out a couple out of the store, out of the shop, one day whenever these were a couple of, shall we say, uh, illegals from south of the border. Mm-hmm. And it was the woman and her boyfriend, and she was pointing a long gun at her boyfriend. And I said, excuse me, lady, we don't point firearms at people in this store. Now, either you put the weapon up or get out. And so when I looked over there, I went back to my customer, and then I looked back, and she was pointing a long gun at me. And I said, go ahead, sweetheart. You got the first shot, but guess what? I got the second and third and fourth. Now get out of this store and don't ever come back. When you've got morons like that who think that it's funny to pull a long gun out, a rifle or a shotgun out, and point it at your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever friend, there's nothing funny about it. And I take things like that very seriously, and As I threw should. both of them out. Yep. Because uh, people like that are the ones that uh, cause incidents that, once they get rolling, are irreversible. Mm-hmm. And then it draws attention to the rest from the rest of the public to, ooh, bad firearms, and that's that is, and it's not. It's the people that are responsible for it. It's just it's crazy. It's knuckleheads like that who really have no idea about firearms or firearms safety. Mm -hmm. My dad, as I said earlier, when he was teaching me growing up. The, one of the first things, and I know everybody's heard this, or most people have heard this, but the the one thing that I remember, and it still sticks with me every time I pick one up, is don't point this at anything you're not willing to destroy. Period. Here, here. Exactly. And that rings, I hear my dad saying that in my head every time I look at a firearm, even before I pick it up. And that's the way it should be, Period. You know, we've all seen people mishandle firearms to a point to where it is it is dangerous. 
I was even at the range a few years ago, about six or seven years ago, and some woman was there with her boyfriend, whatever, and she was pointing a long gun in every direction that she should have mm -hmm. not been pointing mm -hmm. at. Seen it, yeah. Absolutely. Not, not and good. And all it takes is one little oops and someone dies. Very good. Okay, John, we're going to have to cut that off right now. Thank you for your call. 100% agree. Um, what we'd like to say quick is please just be careful. Think before you do things with little, firearms. A little especially. common sense goes a long way. Absolutely. All right, that'll do it for this week's edition of Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We'll be back next week. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Trevor. See you guys next week. to the most complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. The 39th Annual Buffalo Lions Club Fishing Derby is happening Memorial Day weekend at Lake DeSmet. Get ready for a fun-filled weekend. The lake is located on I-97 miles north of Buffalo. There are $100 to $2,000 tag fish and a total of over $50,000 in cash and prizes, including a Polaris Sportsman 570 Trail ATV. The 39th Annual Buffalo Lions Club Fishing Derby, May 27th through the 29th. Thanks again to their outstanding sponsor, Budweiser. Wyoming Corporate Office is the trusted business choice behind thousands of businesses. Whether it's business formation, payroll, corporate paperwork, mail scanning service, or small business phone service, Wyoming Corporate Office powers over 100,000 businesses worldwide and locally. This makes Wyoming Corporate Office the state's largest business-to-business -business service provider, located right here in Sheridan, Wyoming. If you're drowning in corporate paperwork looking for someone with an unmatched experience that cares and wants to be your partner in making your business successful, trust that Wyoming Corporate Office can help you focus on what makes your business tick. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. Do you dream about living in the country? Make your dream a reality with specialized lending from Rural First. Whether you want an acreage to build your dream home or a wide open space for your kids to play, Rural First has the financing to get you closer to what matters. Visit RuralFirst.com. NMLS IDs 407249-579135 and 628123. Equal housing lender loan subject to eligibility and approval. Are you looking for the perfect way to show your love for your country and state? Look no further than the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We have a wide variety of U.S. and Wyoming flags in stock and ready for you to display proudly. Don't wait with Memorial Day, Flag Day, and the 4th of July just around the corner. Now is the time to get your flags. Show your patriotism and state pride today with a flag from the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. 
let's get ready for summer. We have your yard care essentials in stock and ready to go. Grass seed, John Deere mowing equipment, rakes, shovels, garden supplies, bird feeders, and more. Also, get your free gift with any $20 purchase. Come in to visit us at CMB Supply on Heartland Drive, Monday to Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturdays, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. KROE, Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio. KROE!